What's going on, everybody? It's me, D, and welcome to D's Corner, where we dissect, dissertate, and discuss different topics that intrigue both me and my guest for the night. Go ahead and introduce yourself, guest. Hey, guys, it's Atlas. Yes. Um, full disclosure, yet another friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did a, I did an interview before with my buddy Ed. And now I'm doing another one with um, Atlas because she is very much into cosplay, which is going to be, uh, wow, I just hit my mic. Okay, let, <laughs> let me start that again. Uh, that, <laughs> which is going to be the topic of tonight, uh, cosplay. Um, she is very much into cosplay. She has a page on Instagram and all that fun stuff. But I figured, you know, I'd uh, grill you for the night because I wanted to know a few things. Like, uh, for instance, uh, how did you get in to cosplay? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> how does anybody get into anything? I think it's just like just surrounded by, you know, like, yeah. Okay, how do I get into like cosplay specifically, right? Because cosplay is different than like, costumes. Because I can be like, when I was little, I used to dress up like Spider Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's like in its own like cosplay, technically, isn't it? Right? Like it's dressing up. But um, the, what people are saying the difference between like cosplay and like Halloween costumes is um, like cosplay is the practice of dressing up as a character from like a movie or a book or a video game, like especially if it's like a Japanese genre like manga and anime. Whereas like yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could interject for just a second, um, what would you say would be the difference between like a Halloween co- like the practice of just you know dressing up for Halloween as opposed to cosplay? Uh, me personally, like, I'm sure there's some weeb out there who's like, no, it's like, and he's very specific about it. But um, for me personally, I think the difference would be intense, right? Right. Like, for me, costumes are, are just that, they're costume-y, like, they're, they're more like, I'm, and, and not to say that cosplay isn't fun, right? Because I don't want to, but like, costumes are more like, I'm going to go dress up for like this this specific like Halloween thing, or I'm just gonna try to look not so much like a character or recreate um, like like the difference between like war reenactments and and yes being like just being really interested in the era is that like you're trying to recreate something. So like cosplay being the practice of dressing up as a character is to try to create make yourself as close to that character as possible, right? Right. So. The difference of like a Harley Quinn-esque costume could be like, I don't know, like a tutu in Harley Quinn's colors and like her hair, like a, one of those wigs from Party City, etc. And, and just like going out and be like, oh, I'm wearing a Harley Quinn costume. To being like a Harley Quinn cosplay would be like, I guess cosplay is just like a hardcore costuming, right? Like you're, right. you're trying to get pretty similar to what you see on the movie screen like i feel like cosplayers just have a different level level of dedication into their into their costumes into their outfits you know they're they're going harder a little bit um and and that's not to say you have to look like the character to be in cosplay because i i i'm treading lightly here because i don't want to 
be like, well, if you don't look like the character, it's a costume, not a cosplay. Because I could already hear the uh, angry type keyboards right now. Right. Yeah, you're not <laughs> trying to come. You're not trying to come off as an, of course. You know. No, no. Just like put a difference out there. Um, it's it's your level of intent and dedication. Like you want it to be this character, whether you're trying to be the character that you see exactly on the screen and be like that cosplayer. And there's different types of cosplayers, right? There's the sexy cosplayer, yes. the cosplayer that freaking buckles their boots and dots their eyes and crosses their T's and adds the black wash to their, you know, black wash is just like watered down paint for those of you who don't know to make things look a little bit like shaded and darker or, or more like metal, etc. Um, to their like EVA foam handcrafted like swords and etc. And then there's the people right. out there who are like, I don't want to be the character on screen or in the comic book exactly, but I want to be this version of them. And that's completely fine. That's still cosplayer. Like if I wanted to be Harley Quinn, if she was blank, like you could still let in anything. Like if she was freaking, if she never met the Joker and she's just like in her lab coat kind of. Uh, and I say lab coat was like she was a scientist. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah. her, like, I think that's what they draw her in in the comics, if I'm not mistaken. It's like a almost like a lab coat uh, for her like therapist kind of look. Yes. Um, but, but like her psychiatrist look. Uh, if I wanted to do her, like if she never like, and she's only drawn that way like maybe once or twice in in the comics because you know it's they try to skip to her meeting the Joker. Um, but like if I wanted to be her, if she never met the Joker, like boom, then I have to dress her as Harley Quinn as if she never met the Joker. Like, what do I embody this character to be like as right. this? Now, um... um yeah, um... So, you would almost say that from what I'm gathering, cosplay is almost more freeform, in a sense, because I used to actually work at... You're familiar with Spirit Halloween, right? Yeah, oh my God, Spirit. <laughs> yeah, uh, Spirit Spirit Halloween for those uh, for those people who are listening that don't know is basically an offshoot. Um, it's owned by Spencer's. It's basically Spencer's answer to a Halloween store, um, and they were these temporary stores that would pop up everywhere where we used to live. Um, and I had the pleasure of working in um, one of the, one of their locations for two Halloween seasons, actually, in the same location, actually. Um, ironically, but what I noticed is that uh, work working in a costume store for a, uh, a couple of Halloween seasons, I noticed that they all ended up falling into a few easily digestible categories. You had the sexy adult uh, versions, you had the kid versions, and then you had like the normal in between versions. But they always used to come out looking very cheap or just very like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know uh, how to put this like I, I would I would feel like a lot of those labels would have the words made in China <laughs> to, yeah, no. to be frank. And I, 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 again, treading lightly, because I don't want to say that you're cosplay because cosplay is professional costume, right? Right. And I think professional again, loosely, because like I'm treading so lightly here because just because you don't have hundreds of dollars or like a perfect craft, like I, I started cosplaying um, in early high school or like late middle school. I don't know, what are you, 13, 12 years old? You don't have $200 to blow on like a custom Kirito sword to look like, you know, you're out of fresh walked out of Sword Out Online. You just don't. Um, and if you did, kudos to you, like oh, amazing. But like I didn't, 
Um, mm-hmm. And then some of the cosplays I made were very homebrew, very like bed sheets wrapped around my neck. <laughs> like very right. like, you know, because that's all it, that's what I had. And that doesn't make it any less cosplay. I mean, of course it doesn't look to the standard of like what people are doing in terms of professional cosplay, which is no, different here. Right. But that doesn't make it any less cosplay than like, and it doesn't make it any more costume. And like I said, intense uh, cosplay is both a verb and a noun, right? Like the noun yes. age and cosplay. Like you're you're embodying that character. It's your attitude. It's it's everything. It's not just like, oh, I built Tony Stark or I brought Tony Stark's Iron Man suit and I'm a perfect replica of him and I look exactly like him. I mean, like, great, kudos to you. But it's also like having that like heart. Like I want to pose with kids and I want to do the whole you know, Iron Man hand up and all that other stuff. I feel like it's just being a part of that community more fully than where versus costuming is you can be that guy that has a Batman suit in your house, but if you never exactly. wear it out except for once a year on Halloween, then yeah. you, isn't it just a costume at that point? Like you're not you're not using it for cosplay. Would you almost equivocate this to something say similar to like going down and um i know you're an avid fan of disney you've been there um uh what was it like a couple of years ago maybe yeah, uh, 2016 i think <laughs> right um so would you almost um make the equivalent comparison to say uh some of the actors uh that work on uh like work around disney that are dressed up like the different characters like would you uh, 100%. Yes, that they're cosplaying. They're cosplaying Disney. Right. They're cosplaying Disney villains. They're they're actively cosplaying. They're immersed in their character. They are that character. I mean, they're in a paid role, but they're definitely on some level professional cosplayers. Even though they're not making their costumes, right? Disney's supplying them because they they work there and except they're cosplaying those characters. They're doing everything they can to embody those characters for the kids at the park. And they truly right. usually really love what they do. I've heard some stories. <laughs> but yeah, yeah those, those people they don't break character whether it's because of Disney's rules or speculations which is like it's a whole own thing <laughs> or not they're, they're very into it they're engaged in the act of cosplay constantly they're not just you know playing costume dress up they, they for that moment are Belle from Beauty and the Beast or they are Gaston's and and it's fun and i it's 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 um and they're actually kind of larping if you look at it like the live action role play for those of you guys who don't know yes um, yeah where you're just you're being that character like wholeheartedly for the duration of whatever you preset in their case it's work you know from nine to five or whatever their shift is but they are that character they will respond in the way that that character responds they research that character in and out um and that's what larping is which is another passion of mine it's, it's building a original character or sometimes the character that already exists and stepping into their shoes and you don't you don't get out of character until you know you're out of game and they're effectively larping on top of cosplaying and there is some overlap there um, oh yeah for, um, <laughs> for sure um some some people might call uh, call it uh similar to like um method acting or similar you know they they all yeah. kind of pretty much fall under the same umbrella but yes uh i i would agree that uh cosplay is more of a deeper connection to what you're dressing up as rather than just putting on a costume um although for some you know for some people 
from the outside looking in, they wouldn't know that. So they would definitely have to kind of, it's one of those things where you definitely have, have to kind of dive in a little bit and sort of understand from that perspective of where the cosplayer is coming from. Um, Cosplay is definitely more showboaty wearing a costume, right? For sure. Like, oh, you know what? It's, this is a prime example of of the difference because I'm sitting here trying to think of this is such a tough question, like costume cosplay, and then even LARP to an lesser extent. It's like uh, when you're they're all under the same realm of like geek nerddom, and the lines are blurred. They're not like clean cut black and white. Like they there's like I said, it's a Venn diagram with a Absolutely. lot of crossover. Um, right. So it's like, where do you really stand? But this is the best example in uh, 2013, 14, I don't remember. Uh, but one of the New York, I went, I managed to score free tickets to New York Comic Con. Um, my dad was doing some something at the time and he was doing a booth there and gave me like a bunch of free tickets. Um, and I took my little sister with me, but being at the time that I was... I was 14, 15 years old or something like that. My mom was like, you can't take your five, six-year-old little sister to Manhattan by yourself. Like, I'm coming with you. And then because right. I had so many tickets, his older sister, Sharin, came with us also. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we all, like, I spent, I think, weeks working on a Steven Universe costume. And for those of you who are like, Steven Universe, this episode came out blah, and you're saying this time, right? I could be wrong with my time. I don't really, I'm mom now, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometime circa 2011, 12, I don't remember exactly. But um, Steven Universe had just come out with the, the Savani, the, the mix of Steven and Connie. Um, and that was big, like that was like a big thing. And I worked for weeks on this cosplay. I, mm-hmm. I remember taking paper plates because we were poor and I didn't have EVA foam or, you know, a heat gun and all that at the time. I took a bunch of paper plates and some like glue sticks and staples. Like I, I just really went in and I hand painted them. I shaped them into a shape of Savani's uh, sword. And I remember the entire hilt, I wish I still had it, was, it was a rose. Like Rose's uh, sword had a rose at the end of it. And I made the hilt into a rose made out of cut up paper plates. Um, and I think I went to like Spirit Halloween and bought like a gladiator sword that looked similar to Rose's sword and painted it pink and like yeah. hot glued this like paper plate rose to the hilt and like blended for hours. But I remember like really going in creating this this sword and then of course Steven Shield was part of Savani's weapon set. So I, I went and I found like a Dollar Tree gladiator shield and sanded it down bare and painted it. And then I went to the mall with my little sister, and she wanted to be Amethyst, who, uh, those of you who see Steven Universe, you know, Steven, he has all these alien kind of aunties. Right. <laughs> um, and Amethyst is one of them, and she's all purple. So I bought her, like, with, like, the, I was working at, like, a pizzeria waitressing at the time, I think. So I brought her, like, purple face paint and, like, these star types that I cut the holes for the stars out of to be Amethyst. And, a, and a, uh, I think she had already a blonde really light blonde hair at this point so I was just gonna put a silver wash in it to make it a little bit more like Amethyst's white hair like we we worked on our cosplays for, for weeks and then like two three days before Sharin comes to visit and she's like okay so what's the deal Cause she's gone to like sneaker con to make her very cool kid Nikes she wasn't really comic-con nerd but she was going because my mother being 
sick queen at the time, so um, just needed the extra help. Um, my mom, she wasn't, you know, mom, she's in her 50s now, she's in her 40s then. She was like, no, I'm not doing any of that. I'm just going to wear this Robin, like, onesie that I found at, like, Spencer's. I call it A. And so she got right. one for my sister. My older sister is like a Wonder Woman onesie. Um, and my sister and I were talking, and I was like, you know, is kind of dumb for Comic-Con. Like, if you wanted to see it now, or her being in her 20s at the time, I was like, if you really want to see it now and, like, do Comic-Con, right? You should wear a cosplay. Like, you should wear a costume. You should do something, like, interesting. She's like, you know Absolutely. what I always wanted to be? And I was like, who? She said, Dexter's mom. <laughs> and I was like, do it! I... I Right. Rubber gloves, and she got the, these jeans from the Gap that were like dark green, like Dexter's mom's, like spandex. And she had like the ballet flats. She got the the, the shirt, the the apron, everything. We dyed her hair, like we did everything, right? And like right. two days before Comic Con, she like isn't wearing it. She's wearing the Wonder Woman thing, and she dyed her hair back. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, oh well, I just didn't feel right in that that costume. It just seems seems lame and blah 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 like she's, you know, she's so worried about her image that she didn't wear it and I'm mm. like what is wrong with you and the fact that she I was the only one wearing a homebrew costume at this point mind you I found a red t-shirt from like, the back of my closet and I printed out Steven Star back then Steven Universe was so new they didn't sell Steven Universe Star shirts yeah they, that's how new it was so I had to make one so I freaking yeah. ironed yeah. A, a yellow star onto a red shirt which right was its own set of difficulties. I had to do it like four times color. Yeah. Uh, um, but like, yeah, and then I, Savani freaking wears like a blue tank top over that shirt. So I had to cut one and sew the hem. Like I, I did so much for my cosplay. I even freaking middle of October, freezing cold in New York, wore uh, uh, flat flip-flops the color of my feet to look like I was barefoot. Like I, <laughs> I went in for the cosplay. <laughs> and hey, that's, that's always fun. My little sister going as Amethyst, she was so excited. And the day before, she looked at me and she looked in my costume, like trying it on. I had like this pack gums trying to make Steven's gem stay in my belly button. Like there was just all this stuff. And she yeah. looked at my sister and my mom and she was she felt uncomfortable because no one else was dressing up to my extent. And she looked at her costume and she just wasn't happy with it. And she said, can I just wear a onesie like mommy and Sharon? And I said, yeah, you can if you really want to. I really wish you wouldn't. Like, I'm wearing this, and I know there's going to be tons of other people wearing stuff like this. And right. once you get there, you're going to change your mind. And she's like, no, I just, I don't think that it's, and I think my older sister had filled, you know, her head with, like, it's lame. Yeah, that's probably so, what ended up happening, which is, uh, yeah, that. It was, it, it was really sad, because we went, you know, and you know what happened? The train ride into Comic-Con is full of costumes. Like, people, once you make that change in Jamaica from where we used to live, like, into the city. Yeah. It's, like, flooded. That's Comic-Con. Like, everybody's headed to the same place. Oh, yeah. So there's Batman, and there's there's everything. And I felt so bad for my little sister because she looked so sad when we got to Comic-Con specifically um, that her, her costume was just that. It was a costume. Nobody stopped to notice her. Right. Um, nobody was like, like hey, because um, she was wearing, like, a Batman onesie. My sister's wearing Wonder Woman. They looked cute as like a little like nerd family, but like that was it. Yes. Like, it was a cute 
costume. It wasn't standout. It wasn't showboaty. No one stopped to take their picture. But on the train ride there, several people stopped to take my picture. They were like, oh my God, you're Stevani. And nobody had done a Stevani cosplay. It was new. It just came out. Steven Universe was still fairly new. Um, so they right. were like, this is awesome. And I just got so much attention compared to them. And I felt bad because like, if you guys had worn your cosplays and not your costumes, you would have gotten the same amount of attention. Like the, the nerd community is so accepting. Like we're like, we're Did- dying to see other people do amazing things. Yeah, I was actually going to ask about that. Um, do you think that they might not have no like they weren't able to actually like read the crowd like they didn't they weren't used to that environment like you and I are? Do you think that might have had something to do with it? A little. I mean, they definitely kept to themselves a little bit first, but even as they opened up, you got to remember they weren't even in like costumes. They were in like pajama onesies from Spencer's. Like, oh. the ones you buy $20, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the ones you buy for, yeah. like, $20 that you, like, go to sleep in, like, they're, like, rompers, like, one piece. Yeah, no, but... Yeah, but... Yeah, no, but what I... Yeah, what I was... Uh, what I was trying to clarify is because, like, um, it seems like they were... Were they new to the whole Comic-Con experience? So, yeah, my mom had never been... I mean, had never been... Madison had known about it for years because I went... You know, I went to with Kevin in like the year before and the year before that I went and I had always gone and she'd always kind of had stars in her eyes looking at me like I want to do that. And I was like, I can't thank you. You're too little. And then this was finally her year to go. And it was kind of like it fell flat for her because she she didn't get to have the fun she wanted to have because she was talked out of wearing something she's in love with. Yeah, well, um, I mean, obviously lesson learned, but uh, Uh, even more. Excuse me. Even more so, uh, uh, they were definitely um, very out of touch. Like they probably thought that it was going. They probably thought that it was going to be like you know just a normal convention where you know nobody's like really going hard. And they're like, oh my gosh, uh, this is probably going a little bit too hard. And then they're like, oh, oh. As soon as they get there, they're like, oh. Before we got there on the train, my mother was. Right. Yeah, you know, she was a photographer and she took pictures of everything. And she was, and you know, it was really funny because there's this one defining moment for me where I realized truly how much my mother didn't understand me. And you're a teenager, you're like, my parents don't understand me. But like, I really realized it um, at this like featuring moment where uh, somebody had run up to me and it was Stephen and Connie, dressed as Stephen and Connie. And yes. I was Stevani, who made the like, guy with their fusion. So they ran up to me so excited, like, huge face split smiles and they were like we have to get a picture with you you're us like they were excited and the girl has the sword that i'm holding but like yes. you know she's homebrew made it in her way yes. and steven has the shield that i'm holding but he's homebrewed yes. in his way and my yes. mom's kind of face kind of like a light bulb went off in her head i think even on the train when people were asking to take my picture she still hasn't yes. gotten it yet yes um so my mom takes a picture for them with like all of their phones and stuff and then she kind of whispers to me after they like run away she's like i didn't realize and i was like what and she's like i didn't realize i thought you were you were weird like i didn't realize this was normal yeah yes she and it was like, this big kind of like silent moment between us where i was like yeah like this is something that people do Dude. like like i'm not you know i like i wasn't making it up like i showed pictures online yeah. about yeah. costumes 
she didn't get my costume. She didn't watch Steven Universe. So like when yeah, she saw Batman fully dressed as Batman, that clicked with her on the train. But she didn't get what I was doing. Like she didn't know what I was dressed as. I was carrying a sword and a shield wearing flip-flops in two degree weather and I had a star on my shirt and she was like, what are you? But I think it was that moment when these two other people were so excited right. to see me and had similar objects as me and then I was also their technical fusion that she was like, oh, you're something. Like you're you're from something. People recognize you. You're pretty good actually at being whatever yeah. you are because they recognize yeah. you from a... And I'm like, yeah. And there was actually a Steven Universe meetup like half an hour later that we ended up going to. And it was like, I brought my ukulele with me on my back. Um, oh. I taught myself to play, you know, We Are the Crystal Drums, the theme song. Yes. And I had walked up playing it and everybody started singing at the meetup. And everybody was dressed as different crystal drums. There was Peridot and, and all these different Steven Universe characters there. And my mom just like kind of, she's baffled. But she was like, I, I get it now. Like she didn't get it before. Yeah. And she looked at me and she apologized to Madison. She should have worn your, your cosplay because mm-hmm. you would have fit in right here, right, right, right here at this moment. And I think that was for me another another moment that clicked. Like I think they told her while I wasn't in the room as to not hurt my feelings, not yes. to wear it because she was going to look silly, and that I was crazy and and they kind of filled her head. And then my mom kind of pulled her aside and apologized. And that was another moment for me. I was like, you told her not to wear it. Like you guys got both together. Got in your and you told Sharin not to wear hers. Like it was like her. She told them that that wasn't something they should do. And my yeah. sister being yeah. very showboaty, very I have five thousand followers on Facebook. Like that. That was yeah. my sister at the time. You you met my sister. <laughs> yes. Very popular for guys not to be flocking to her in her you know Wonder Woman costume and being like, oh let me get a picture, let me get a picture. The way that people yes. were asking, oh, I think that was humbling for her. Oh yeah. Like she, she had one guy, I think, ask her about her sneakers. She was wearing Nikes that were like the Wonder Woman colors, and right. that was the extent of the attention she got. Because right. There were other girls wearing the full Wonder Woman armor costume, showing a lot more, like you know, doing yeah, showing the skin, doing the the full breastplate armor, doing like everything very Wonder Woman, having the lasso of truth on their hip, and here she was, looked kind of childish in this onesie that was from Spencer's that was she looked unprepared for con um and it wasn't like anybody was going to go out of their way to stuff and not to make anybody feel bad if you ever gone to con like just in like some some $22 or some cheap or even $10 like you know Wonder Woman t-shirt whatever that's sounding and kudos to you for going to con like I'm so proud of them for making the track and even if they went in their comfort space, and their comfort space was this not exact cosplay, and you don't have to right. wear cosplay to go to con. I'm not no. shitting on you for no. clarity. If you you've gone to con without costume, there are tons of people there without costume. Yeah. People full disclosure. Are- full yeah. disclosure. I've I've all all four or five conventions that I've gone to so far. I've never gone in uh, cosplay because I specifically go there for the artist alley, but everybody has their own niche within a a convention. That's why there's an entire convention center (laughs) full of different (laughs) things that you can do. Absolutely. At my first con, I was in games. I did not wear a costume. I wore a pair of gray sweatpants and a t-shirt. Like, I'm (laughs) I'm not. And you know, I still had fun. I didn't didn't expect to get attention. The the reason I'm more specifically kind of saying that this was a mistake on their part is my my family is a, you guys don't know my family, viewers, listeners, whatever. Um, They're attention seekers. They're like, oh, we want to go and take pictures and we want to go and experience. Like, they want to be the con. And for people 
thought that that was enough, it kind of right. just fell yeah. short for them. But if you want to go in like just the, you know, a t-shirt that says costume on it or cosplay, like that's fine. That is your extent of what you're comfortable with or what you want to do or what you can afford at the moment. You will still have an amazing time at con. They did. My, my, my older sister, even though she's like into sneakers and blah, she still like went through with my mom, like all of like the old Buffy the Vampire comics and, and that kind of stuff. And they had a blast. Me and my little sister hung out with the Steven Universe uh, crew and I had taken pictures of her and her amethyst costume and they all encouraged her to wear it next year like it was they she still had a blast she saw the fun she still got the whole you know people's weapons and wear garnet gloves and that kind of a thing she still got to meet some people on some panels that we waited forever and a half in line for um we we got signed for uh photographs all kinds of things so oh yeah we here there for con just to take pictures like we are you have to wear a cosplay on that extent because you know nobody's gonna want to take pictures with you i mean people will take pictures take a picture with them like oh that's batman can i get a picture no my con's gonna be like no leave me alone I, most people are very accepting and inviting and no one at any point in con judged them or looked at them weird there a lot of people gave them like a little thumbs up like hey a lot of people gave them like a little thumbs up like hey you're new to con right. you're trying but they just didn't <laughs> get to the like arms open invite that i got because i was in cosplay like because i was in cosplay they looked at and people looked at me like oh my and then i freaking went to the food fantasy truck and got a cookie cat and everybody's freaking heads blew off because i was savani eating a cookie cat and it was just like (laughs) 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 so yes uh bearing that in mind um you and I definitely have to do a cosplay thing together. Like if you ever, I, I know you and I actually had a personal conversation about um, specifically Dragon Con, which oh, is, yeah. The ne- which is, yeah, which is the next convention that I plan to uh, go to. I don't, I don't know what you would want to do, but I definitely want my first ex- experience to be with somebody who's a little bit more experienced with cosplay. So yeah, definitely look forward to that. Um, um. I'm in love with that. But that was just my spiel on like the difference that I think that really defines the difference between costume and cosplay right there. Is that oh, yeah. they were all in costumes, right? They were right. in all these onesies. And they weren't necessarily cheap, like twenty two dollars for a freaking romper isn't cheap from Spencer's like for some people. Um no, not and not right. necessarily like they just weren't in like a quality like uh outfit. They didn't have my sister didn't have Wonder Woman's last of tree have any kind of accessories she didn't have the it was just like a print of what the costume is less than the costume itself yeah within yeah within that context within that context of having an entire convention where people painstakingly made their costumes and really put it together and basically have their own stamps on their uh look whether or not it costed them like a fortune or a penny they still i I think a majority of the cosplayers really do work hard on their costumes bearing that in mind you can sort of sense when somebody goes out and purchases something and not again not to downplay anybody like that but there's definitely a contrast that people tend to notice especially when put in that context of an entire convention yeah, the difference is I couldn't have gotten my cosplay the night before. Like, I spent weeks on it, and there was no way that I was going to quick make the night before um, Rose's sword and shield and hand make a shirt that didn't exist. You know, exactly. like, those, those small things that that took time and effort and, and fandom love, right? Like, I had to know something about 
Steven Universe, the cartoon, in order for yes. that cosplay to realize. Um, right. Whereas my mom doesn't have to know anything about Robins, <laughs> Spencers, and buy a Robin onesie. Exactly. So, and that's uh, not to say that you need to know everything about Robin. Right. But no, a decent deal. Open arms every time. Like, if you want to know, you don't know. I'm not going to quiz you because you're wearing a costume. I hate that. Going to con, somebody being like, well, then what is Batman's favorite cereal? Shut up. (laughs) 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 I wanted to freaking stock Batman. And, you know, like, like, you don't have to be a hardcore fan to be a fan. Exactly. You can just see something and like it. And that's completely fine. Right. Um, now switching gears for a little bit because yeah. uh, you do have I mentioned this uh, earlier in the introduction that you do have an Instagram geared towards your uh, cosplay what made you decide to start posting it on social media do you plan on trying to make it a thing for yourself or what do you plan on doing uh, with this social media presence of yours uh, local up and coming cosplayer <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I you know I'm not really sure I think through my original Instagram and seeing some of my like costumey stuff right. and then I found some of my old cosplays on there and then I was talking to um, and some of you who are cosplay people might know Ronald Seaman uh, Arachnoid 3 I think on Instagram and he's a, a cosplayer he's a black man that lives in Florida he's um ex-militia and he's amazing in every way and close to my heart he is my mentor um he <laughs> does cosplay he actually made my first one of my first cosplays for me not my first but one of my um right. marceline battle axe um when i did like a i did the gender bent version of marceline but i wanted her battle axe because i was more of a marceline fan than a marshall lee fan but i wanted to go as marshall lee which is using it in its own but uh, yeah. He made it really awesome out of EVA films to the point where I got weapon checked going into Comic Con. And they were like, Is that real? Is that wood? You can't bring that in here. I was like, It's foam. <laughs> um, and it had real guitar strings and it didn't play like guitar, but it did hold my phone and have a speaker. And so it played all of Marceline's songs via my phone. Really, really cool piece of nice. beauty that's in my storage unit. Um, and yeah, he he had called me back. I got him into cosplay. So I was like, you need to make this for me. I don't know how I'm going to make it. And he was like, I'll do it. And then he um, made Caitlyn's gun from League of Legends for his, his niece. And then he just got really into the world of cosplay. And he kind of blew up. He was actually a little bit cosplay famous at Dragon Con. Um, and he had mess- messaged me back. And he all this stuff that he does with cosplay and how, like, you know, I had been there when he first got into it and how he helped me with that, that battle axe. And I was kind of revisiting some of those pictures. And I was like, I cosplay a lot. Like, it just kind of dawned on me that it's, like, something I love and that I've been doing for a long time and I've never thought to, like, put it online or on social media or... And and not everybody can, like I said, afford the, the $500, you know worth of equipment like it, it, it cosplay can be expensive you have like a $20 heat gun and it's like 96 cents I think a piece for EVA foam and you have to buy it like you can't buy it by square foot you have to buy it like a pack of $36 if it's cheapest I've seen a bundle um and then you have to but you know dremel glue sandpaper or a sander if you're that kind of person and then I'm at like it's just it's a lot of stuff to build like 
cosplays that are not just all clothes. If you want to build like breastplates and armor and that and swords and weapons and that kind of thing, and then Warbler is its own extra expensive medium that you can do cosplay with. So there's right. a lot of ways to make cosplay, and there there are a lot, but not everybody has the, the money to have all of that set up. So I was thinking some of my younger cosplays weren't made with that. Like I didn't have that stuff. I still don't have right. a gun. Hold stuff over my <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll go in this month, I promise. Um, but like some of my younger cosplays were stuff that I found in my closet, but just a needle and thread and patience, like my Kida cosplay from when I went to Disney, as you mentioned here. I yes. broke my sewing machine before I made that cosplay. So I sat there and I hand-stitched that bitch. I went to Joanne's Fabric, I brought <laughs> blue fabric, and I hand-stitched for three months in my Kida costume in between working 13 hour shifts to pay my rent. You can be poor in cosplay. And I think that was kind of like a little bit why I really decided to kind of put that out there, I guess. Is that like I I had made a cosplay um, completely on a whim. I had taken a picture of myself brought after I shaved my head. And a friend of mine took the picture, took the picture and was like, hey, you know who you remind me of? And sent me back. Roxanne from freaking Goofy movie. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh my god, I do look Yeah, and I actually got the chance to see that uh picture, which looks very amazing. I actually um showed uh my buddy Eric and he 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 was highly impressed. He was like, wow, that's actually really accurate. That's really good. Um, and I'm very much a stickier, uh, a stickler for accuracy when it comes down to recreations. But, you know, that's just me. That's just my niche. But you ended up definitely uh, hitting that mark as far as uh, looking like her. So, yeah, I definitely appreciate your cosplays. And this is this isn't even just me as, you know, being biased as a friend. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know you would tell me you'd be like, "Say no." <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I had made that cosplay, and uh, I, I, it was like, "Hold on, more for a minute." And, you know, I, I did the nose because she's supposed to be a dog, I guess, and <laughs> yes. I did the 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 makeup. I did my full makeup, and I grabbed some books, and I changed my shirt because I knew that somewhere in my closet I had that shirt, right? I, I like. It's like, I have this outfit, hold on. And yes. I, I ran back and I, I grabbed the books and I took the picture and I sent it. And you know, I was like, you know what? It's really funny about me being able to accurately portray Roxanne's character is that I'm half black mm-hmm. and she's got my kind of skin tone. So it kind of worked perfectly. I've seen Roxanne done by many a white girl and it didn't hit as close. And right. I managed to from like my bedroom at 2 a.m. without having any prep time other than <laughs> that I happen to have a, a reddish orange wig. <laughs> um, and not to say that like their cosplays were bad in any way. They weren't. I just they actually probably maybe even a little bit more accurate than mine. Um, but it was just like that. I looked so much like the character solely based off of the fact that we had the same kind of skin tone w- when matched with that hair color. Right. Um, and I started thinking, like, and this is, I think, what really drove me to open, because it was, like, one of the, I, I think it is the first picture on my Instagram, Pink Ink Apples. And I freaking put everything on there, and I was going through my costumes, and I was like, there's not enough girls that look like me doing cosplay. 
not to say that there's none. There, there are. There are girls darker than me doing cosplay, and there's girls my color doing cosplay, definitely. But there's not enough. <laughs> and they all get met with, I think, at some point, that kind of animosity of, you can't cosplay that person because you're black. And it's just like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And Marvel Rising is on Disney Plus now. Me being a Disney nerd, I have Disney Plus. And they have, um, I was telling you to think about this before, they have, uh, what's her face, Ironheart on there. Um, And they kind of whitewashed her. Because Ironheart, if those of you who've read the Iron Man comics and, and know Ironheart, um, she was this afroed black uh, 15-year-old super genius who created Amy, which was uh, her version of Jarvis um, through Iron Man. She was like his like predecessor almost. Um, she kind of steals the Iron Man suit. Um, and, you know, she's often depicted by a lot of black cosplayers with like the Afro look and the, the red shirt with the glowing chest piece and, and jeans. And she looks amazing. Um, right. And then in Marvel Rising, she looks like me and I'm not, you know, black power, black and proud kind of colored. I'm more caramel. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm mixed. I'm mixed. I'm, I'm, I'm a mixed kid. My, my dad's Cuban and my mom's Panamanian and my grandfather's Irish. And there's a lot of weird nonsense, but I, I don't look, <laughs> I don't look solely black. I look more like Afro Latina and the girl, that's what she looks like. She looks Afro Latina in Marvel Rising. She's my skin color and she's got, uh, I think half her head shaven and she's got like the longer, more like Latina kind of hair that that softer curl instead of like that 4C hair. And yeah. yeah and that's, that's, that was the problem for me when I, when I, the first time I saw it, I was in my head like, Oh my God, yes, a superhero that looks like me. Like that was the first thing mm-hmm. that I thought of. But then I started thinking about it more and I was like, sucks that for me to get a superhero that looks like me it had to be taken away from somebody who looks more like you right and that made me feel bad i was like and and that sucks because i'm excited to do an iron heart cosplay i'm actually working on an iron heart iron because they released her suit in marvel rising and i'm working on her suit now and i'm yeah. like that sinks my heart because there's a little girl out there a little black girl out there who's black magic beautiful who wants to be iron heart and now somebody who's always looked like her looks a little bit more like me and less like her. Right. I would have rather that they just gave us, you know, somebody else that looks like me. And I mean, not to say that she can't cosplay her, she can. That's another thing that's like, you you don't have to cosplay within your race, which is really where this rant is heading towards. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it is nice to have representation. It is nice to see somebody who looks like you because I know that even though I can cosplay and have har- cosplayed Poison Ivy, uh, Harley Quinn, um, Raven, eh, anybody I've cosplayed. I did a Chun-Li cosplay a little bit ago. Um, the reason why I was so excited and so much effort, so much work, so much heart into that Steven Universe Devani cosplay is because Connie was an Indian girl and Steven was a, I assume, white boy. I his last name Ohio, so maybe he's Spanish. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> When they fused, they looked like me. Savani looks like me. I could cosplay her accurately. Stop to take my picture because I looked like I had stepped out of the universe. And that was right. that feel is is different than I mean, I loved strutting around in my purple wig doing my Raven cosplay and it was great. I felt good. It was fun, but I had never felt so good as when I did my Savani cosplay because of how much I looked like Stevani, especially because she's supposed to be like this giant woman. She's because yes. she's this fusion and I'm six foot something like I'm tall <laughs> and I'm thick like Stevani is. And so it was nice to see a cosplay of a woman who 
looked like me and then more importantly going into Roxanne again she's not even human but she looks more like me than some of my other cosplays ever will it was very easy to cosplay her and that feels good like looking at those pictures and creating like accuracy feels yes euphoric and wonderful it's like hey i don't have to tell you who i am and i don't have to worry about somebody coming up to me and be like oh you're black this like <laughs> no 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 i'm just harley quinn i'm not black harley quinn like just because my hair is textured doesn't mean i'm suddenly black harley quinn like don't do that but don't don't put my race to this this is just fun and a lot of people will do that they'll put you in that box of you are the black version of this cosplay you're not this cosplay or that this isn't at all because not accurate and those things are not true and they are hurtful so it just yeah. feels really nice knowing we deal with that also representation matters as you know and being a little girl and getting that feel that like oh my god that looks like me like right. i could be that, that 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 i could be that moment that feels good like watching tv and seeing somebody that looks like me means being able to be that person in your head it kind of correlates when you're when you're a child and I think children should have that representation so I, I went and I created the Instagram and I was like some little girl out there is gonna be mixed is gonna look like me and she's gonna look up at me and be like I could be that I could cosplay what I want I could be like this I could be this version of this and I'll look like that and I'll look awesome if she thinks I look awesome hope she thinks I look awesome fingers crossed <laughs> 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 and I'll be you know and it's empowering for her to be able to see somebody who looks like her do amazing things. So I think that's really why I ended up doing the social media route. That that was a, a beautiful sentiment, by the way. <laughs> especially <laughs> especially coming from the <laughs> the sub show of a of a whole show called Zero Sentiment. I, <laughs> that was a beautiful sentiment. Oh no, I gave too many sentiments. <laughs> yep, you're, you're fired. So, one last question. Yeah. Do you have um, maybe like an ultimate goal? Because uh, I, I, I guess you 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 have a son you you i, I was gonna say i guess i can mention this since you said that uh you were a mother yeah, yeah I'm, you I'm have a mom <laughs> congratulations very late congratulations <laughs> your son has been born <laughs> yes i have a one-year-old he's adorable and perfect in every way <laughs> do you um do you think that maybe you can kind of in the future maybe pass some of this on to him or just impart some sort of knowledge on him not exactly pressuring him or, or anything into you know being a yeah, cosplayer like yeah you know but do you think that maybe you would just want to share this with your son at some point just definitely to, definitely 100 you know? i mean i'm already am um when i did my raven cosplay i dressed him right. up as robin from Teen Titans, we went together. Like, and my husband was Beast Boy. So like, we are a family that cosplays together. Um, mm. <laughs> at, at 20, I'm 24. I'm not super old, guys. I know I have a son, but I, um, <laughs> I, um, at 24, the the thing I want most for my, my son 
is for him to be happy. And if I can impart some of my nerddom and geekdom onto him in that process and he can still be happy with it, like, I would love that. I, I've already had plans to dress him up as the Hulk. I just really want to paint him green because he screams all the time. I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like he's in character at that point. But like, he will grow up playing D&D with me and my husband because that's what we do. And right. I think that it's not so much pushing it on him so much as like, it's like what my mom did to me, right? Like I played backgammon because she played backgammon. I played video games because she played video games. I listened right. to Backstreet Boys because she listened to Backstreet Boys in a car. Like right. that's, you do what your parents kind of led you to do to an extent. Right. There's right. things, of course, that I don't do, but I part of even my cosplaying, even though I took it a step further, is from my my mother. She oh, yeah. did crafts my entire life. She built uh, freaking solar system panels that won fifth grade competitions that I didn't even freaking pick up a glue stick. But like she freaking right. <laughs> she she uh, she created these things. She made collages on our walls. She was this creative force as a photographer. My mom, she she just made things. She was amazing. Right. And, right. and then I picked up the crafting glue gun kind of torch from her right. <laughs> and I started crafting, but I wasn't crafting, you know, models and home improvement the way that she wanted me to. I started crafting costumes <laughs> and sewing myself into my jeans because we were poor and I couldn't yeah. fit the hand-me-downs. Um, and then I, uh... from there, you know, it kind of spiraled into cosplay. <laughs> right. I, um... Yeah, I, I picked up some chops from my father. Um, my, my father being um, very much into media. Now I'm doing a podcast. He was um, an artist at one point and I picked up drawing. So I, I guess, yes. Um, you picked up drawing. <laughs> I picked up drawing, yes. You, picked up, yeah. you just picked it up while you were walking. You tripped over. Yeah. Like, oh, what's this? Is this a drawing? Let me just oh, hey, grab look. it. Add it to my inventory. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, look, pencil draws everything. <laughs> you were walking and you found like an art set on the ground. You were like, let me just add this to my skill set real quick. <laughs> yeah, word. Like an Oblivion character or something. Yeah. Um, uh, now, this is, uh, this is a small, well, not even like a, a request, more of an idea, but have you ever, it, it, it's completely, it's kind of completely unoriginal, I'm not going to lie, but... Okay. Just looking at the age your son is right now, would have you ever thought about doing an Incredibles cosplay? With oh, yes, <laughs> we don't have a daughter. Is the thing? Uh, yeah, but uh, like, we don't partial- have a pilot. She'll be invisible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. See, there you go. <laughs> we'll just, out, you know, we'll a partial Incredibles. Yeah, a partial <laughs> Incredibles family uh, cosplay at least. You know. You know, I wasn't a big Incredibles fan. Um, mm-hmm. Just to be honest, I, I just I've never have been, but I have considered it. it. It is an easy cosplay to do because they do sell like the Incredibles outfits now. I wouldn't have to like make an Incredibles costume so much. I mean, like I have I think a wig that looks fairly close to Elastigirl's. Yeah. Um, Tom would have to get some muscles, but other yeah, than that, well, like, I'm, I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying because your 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 son would be an adorable little Jack Jack. Oh, he really would. He's he's actually he doesn't know what my son looks like as a Afro Latina mixed kid. My son is the most unmixed looking kid ever. He's very, right. he looks very Polish. My husband's Polish. He looks very white, <laughs> <laughs> which is, <laughs> I'm actually a little thankful for that. I don't have to worry about uh 
at him as much when he looks yes. fairly fair-skinned. Um, yeah. It sounds fucked up to say, but I'm a mother and I just want the mm-hmm. best for him. Um, yeah, no, but like <laughs> while while he's still at this age, I think you can he can Get pull off a little, with. yeah, a little a little Jack Jack. You know, it's funny. He actually has the hair now. Like his mm-hmm. hair kind of sticks up like Jack Jack's, and it's that color. Like it, he, yes. it, it just like kind of like uh, mohawks into the middle. It lie down. It's got a little bit of my curl, just like the, enough for it to just not let straight. Right, right. <laughs> just kind of mohawks in the center up the way Jack Jack's hair is. And every time <laughs> I look at him, I look at him and I'm like, oh my god, you look like Jack Jack. And I want to. If I don't do full like, fit, I'll at least get him in a Jack Jack costume, and I'll take a picture. Because I just think it would be too perfect not to, but mm. I, I don't know about doing full fit. I'm not very incredible. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I have the whole elastic girl thing. Maybe after I lose a couple pounds. <laughs> yeah, you know, just just an idea, you know, because I, I yeah, it was mainly just because I I definitely want to at least want to see like your son dressed as a little Jack Jack. It's just like ah yes. <laughs> yeah, well, I gotta tell him he's got fans. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. Uncle Uncle D wants to see you dress up as Jack Jack. You gotta do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or uh, maybe, or, or maybe, you know, when he gets the age, he could be a, uh, 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 I, I, I'm losing his name now. Uh, uh Sin- Syndrome? Is that what you're talking about? The freaking bad guy from Incredibles? Or are you talking about somebody else? <laughs> no, I'm talking about somebody else. It, it, it slipped my mind. I'm sorry. I I am in he a work late. I am in a work laden stupor <laughs> right now. That's fine. So, yeah. yeah. Um. I did have uh, just one last question. Um. Would you be willing to join us again on uh the the big show, the zero sentiment show? Oof. Um. I don't know. Yeah. I, I did just get fired from this one for giving too many sentiments. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I can make your sentiments magically disappear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I, I guess I could give it another shot and try to give less fucks. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Please. No, always. Yeah. I'll, I'll always come back on and talk about like cosplay esque things. Um, yeah, no, I, and being that my son is uh, fair-skinned, he can do, like, way crazier, I forgot to say, like, cosplays when he gets old. It's just so much easier with all the lack of representation for Pius. <laughs> so I hope yes. he picks it up. I, I really do. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I believe that should, uh, that, that has answered all my little questions that I questions. have. Can I ask you yeah. a question? Just you may because. ask me a question. I know this isn't my show, but... <laughs> now I it's my one. turn to be interviewed <laughs> yeah yeah another hour uh no, no. <laughs> um, uh for you as a as a black man cosplaying yes. and, and you said you haven't cosplayed at any at any cons uh what yes. what do you think you're looking to accomplish first cosplays um well, as I mentioned before, I'm definitely like a stick a stickler for accuracy, but I don't believe that. I mean, it's never. I don't think it's limited you, but like, um, yeah, I don't. I don't believe that my skin tone would be something that would uh, limit me, and I, I know that's gonna. It, it's gonna automatically come with the label of oh, it's black. Insert character here who's not originally black. You know. Um, yeah. But 
I would probably try to approach it the same way you do, where I do find, you know, more uh, race accurate costumes but just uh just because you know I'll, I'll find race accurate characters doesn't mean that you know I'll, I'll limit myself to just those uh characters who are within my race you know i would uh branch out especially um if i could pull off a character like from a game or what have you um i know okay. yeah i know lo and i have always wanted to do like a jack and daxter cosplay at some oh point God, yes. and, and i would end human. up <laughs> no well uh Dak, well jack is close to being human daxter close. uh daxter is just not human um so i don't know i would i, I would have to eat i would either have to paint my skin fur colored or just come up just with like a fur be suit a furry. just be a furry just yeah just my, my first cosplay blue. would be a Yes. First, yes. No, don't do that. Oh my god. And and no, but it, the only the only reason why um Lowe specifically said that um he suggested that to me is because um I have a, a smile that's very accurate to Daxter's, so he's like, yo, you should totally dress as Daxter. And you know, uh you're uh you're the shorter of us. And I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> you're correct. Um yeah, well, you know, my, my I said my friend Ronald does cosplay the black man, and he has done some black characters because you know that's what accuracy, etc. And right. also, he just feels you know you, you tend to connect more with the characters that look like you. So, oh yeah, but of course. He also has done Iron Man, a very great Iron Man, and then he branched off and made it an Iron Man suit because he's in a wheelchair. Right. <laughs> so he's done both versions. Um, right. And the Iron Merman is swimmable, so you can swim in it, which I think is dope. Um, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But um, he, yeah, he's definitely done, like, Tony Stark, obviously, is not black. And um, there's other characters that he's done that just aren't black characters. And people tend to assume who he is based off of the fact that he's wearing, like, he's wearing, like, Gears of War clothes, black man. They're like, oh, you're this Gears of War? They're just like, uh, yeah, sure. I'm like, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, he's just dressing up have fun so I, I if you take out a page out of either of our books or anybody's cosplay book um just an identifier with you black man doing cosplay doesn't give is that is that the mom alarm uh <laughs> it's okay that's good. Uh, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, reg <laughs> regardless, um, I think we are about to actually end the show right here. Um, yeah. Thank you very much again for joining me, and I definitely hope to have you on an, um, an episode of Zero Sentiment. But as for this episode of Bees Corner, uh, yes. that should conclude it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> what she said. <laughs> At least one Velociraptor noise had to make it onto the show. Like, just. <laughs> and for all you folks listening out there, you are always welcome in my corner. We'll talk to you later. Peace. <laughs>